for joining us here on PM Express. On the show tonight, we have two packed different segments for you, and you really don't want to miss any one of them. The first one, of course, is the biggest story today that has really reverberated across political lines based on the Supreme Court verdict, EC declaring James Echequation swearing in illegal, null and void. That's the first quick part of 30 minutes. We'll get into that, understand the implications of this. The by-election is about to happen. A lot of legal issues that we need to um, discuss and break down for you. We'll do that because I know many of you are getting home and wondering what was the biggest story of the day. This was certainly one of them. The second one we brought you yesterday, the anticipation of the IMF executive board approval, which indeed came today as we had predicted yesterday. And so that we know already. You can find a lot more detail on myjournalline.com analysis of what is in it for you find it there but we'll go first to this and then the second that's what i'm looking forward to we are going to have in the studio the one guard a 360 conversation at the chat with stone boy this is going to be fascinating i'm looking forward to this. this is a man who is on the path to a grammy and today we're going to have a conversation uh, with with him uh, indeed so let's get into this first of all of course is the key subject of the uh, James Atchikwese issue which came up in Parliament today, uh, and the, uh, sorry, in, in, uh, in the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court asking that his name be expunged. And from the records there, we know that uh, you know, Atchikwese himself, their court hold was not qualified at the time of filing his nomination forms, and so now the NDC is going to be shot one uh, person in particular uh, when it comes to Parliament. The Supreme Court also holds that uh, his... Uh, election was unconstitutional, all and void. The swearing in was unconstitutional as well. Uh, electoral commission, and this for me is a very interesting part that the electoral commission acted unconstitutionally, uh, and and that for me is very very interesting. So the the key question that we need to ask when we sit down for a conversation is: so what does the Supreme Court expect the, Supreme, uh, the electoral commission to do going forward? So all the 375, possibly 376 candidates times two that we'll see going into the elections who file is the windy strawberry frosty is back for the summer because if it's summertime it's frosty time beach time frosty time tea time frosty time me time frosty 
Treat yourself to Wendy's Strawberry Frosty this summer and make time for Frosty time. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Now open till midnight or later. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Hours may vary. At Progressive, we know how much you love your recreational vehicles, so we decided to record this commercial in an RV. With the family on vacation. Mom, who are these people? Oh, that's Flo and Jamie. They're recording a commercial, sweetie. Don't they do that in the studio? Oh, normally. No. But we wanted to feature a family who bundled their home and RV and saved with Progressive. Um, yeah, it looks like you're all out of chips. Okay, I think we'll just drop you off at the next gas station. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Supreme Court suggesting that Electoral Commission would have to verify every single one of them their citizenship before they actually give them the all clear to become candidates and get on the ballot. I mean, we'll try and get clarity on that very important subject for you here on PM Express. And this is a clause that is, is at the heart of this particular um, matter with the Supreme Court today. So really, what's at stake? He's lost everything. Everything. What has he lost? He's lost the Canadian citizenship. is gone because he renounces somehow. And he's lost that, right? He's also, as we know, will be expanded from Parliament. And so, again, he's lost his, his MP ship. He can't go there anymore. He, he is not as if he's never been a member of Parliament. In fact, that's what it is. And then we know he faces a possible criminal charges and jail term. Question is, will the Attorney General pursue this particular matter? We don't know. But there are big questions that we need to explore. But there's a by-election. Question is, does he qualify? to contest in a by-election. And many people say, why would the NDC look beyond him? Because if you look at his performance in the last elections, it wasn't that, that, that bad. 17,498 votes he garnered against the MPPs, um, you know, Abena Durowa Mensah, who was 14,000. He's very popular in the constituency. In the constituency. Can you use a victim mentality um, it, it, to get some sympathy votes in there so that you can shoot this up? We're going to have a conversation that's even qualified to stand in the by-election that is most certainly about to happen. We're going to sit down for a conversation um, right now, shortly. Please stay with me. After that, then we go to have the One God 360 conversation with Stoma. We're going all the way to 10.30, and you don't want to miss a thing. PM Express on the road after the short break. All of a sudden, my voice is different. And when you try a call, Bama, bring me the honey whiskey. You know the one? Black Rock Whiskey. Honey Whiskey. Shale, honey, dear Frau. Black Rock Whiskey is strong. Now, so taste me is smooth. And it goes down easy. Excuse me. Bama! Bama! Bring my friend one Black Rock Whiskey. Black Rock Whiskey, blended with natural honey flavor. Black Rock Whiskey, Tabby, the feel is smooth, Nasno. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 years of age and not recommended for pregnant women. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Research has it that malaria is one of the most deadliest diseases in this part of the world. So, whenever you're feeling cold, feverish, nausea, or fatigue, get tested. If it is malaria, 
Do not worry. I have good news for you. Malaria's remedy is Lunat. Therefore, we're gonna use Lunat to recover. You have malaria? Yes, please. Are you shivering? Yes, yes. You got chills? Yes. Take Lunat. Lunat. First day. Lunat. Take Lunat. Lunat. Second day. Lunat. Take Lunat. Lunat. Third day. Lunat. Take Lunat. Malaria's scared of Lunat. Lunat. Scatter, scatter malaria. Lunat. It is scatter malaria. A quality product from Blaze GVS Pharma. <laughs> There are days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plans run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Oh yes, because on global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order, we deliver. My name is Tina. I am a person living with HIV. I got to know my HIV status after I gave birth and lost the child because of HIV. In those days, prevention of mother-to-child transmission services had low patronage due to fear and stigmatization. Today, many HIV-positive women have delivered negative children. I follow the guidelines and take my HIV medicine called ARVs every day as prescribed by my doctor. This makes me strong and healthy and also prevent me from passing HIV onto any future child. Please, avail yourself of PMTCT services when pregnant. It is the only way to ensure you do not pass the HIV onto your baby during birth or pregnancy. If you have tested for HIV recently and it was negative, test again when pregnant. If you have tested positive, go to the hospital after birth as directed by your healthcare provider. Your baby will be given medicine immediately and tested to ensure baby and mother are well. Let us work together to have an HIV-free generation. Our children must be free to shine. Thanks for staying with us. In the studio uh, with me is uh, Frank Davis. And Frank Davis is the chairman of the Constitution and Legal Committee of the MPP. Uh, Mr. Davis, thanks for your time. Um, you rarely walk into studio, so I'm happy that uh, you're here. Well, you're the only one who can push me. Uh, well, I'm, I'm happy I did a small <laughs> nudge and, and then you agreed to come. Joining us via Zoom right now is the director of legal of the NDC, the main opposition NDC. He is 
Abraham Amaliba. He joins us on Zoom. Mr. Amaliba, I'm grateful also that you agreed to join us because there are many people tonight who've heard the news, but they want to get to the bottom of really what happened. So let's try and see if we can, if we can do that. Let, let me start with a very basic point. James Dachikwesi himself has issued a statement in which he says that the EC inspected his renunciation certificate in November 2020 prior to allowing him to contest elections. In fact, he maintains that he was duly qualified to run according to the EC regulations. He says, bottom line, this is gross injustice done him. Well, once, uh, good evening to your viewers, listeners, all over the world. Uh, and thanks for the opportunity. I, you know, I, I didn't want to go to the past, uh, but... I think Jachikwesi himself doesn't understand what he did. And it's unfortunate that he was misled and misinformed by those who sought to advise him. The process of filing your nominations preparatory to your being a parliamentary candidate is not an event. It's a process. Mm. The EC opened the nominations from the 5th I recall 5th to the 10th of November. Mm-hmm. This is 2020. 20, 20. 20. Okay. And the dictates are clear that at the time you fill out the nomination forms, mm. you should be a Ghanaian. You should not owe allegiance to any other country than Ghana. Now, Jachikwesin put in his application to renounce his citizenship sometime before October. Okay. But at the time he filled his nomination forms, his application was in process. He had not received a certificate of renunciation. Mm. Okay. So, so from the get-go, yes, he didn't qualify. It was only in November that he had his certificate of renunciation. Okay. If you apply for... But when was it granted by... When was it... When was that? In November, you apply to renounce. The authorities peruse your application. So the effective date on the certificate was... was November. And when he filed to contest in Ghana was... In October. If you apply, Evans, if you go to the passport office and you apply to be issued a passport and you apply... In, in, in January and your passport is not ready you can go to the airport you can go to KIA and say I want to travel because I've put in my application for a passport and the passport will be issued sometime I apply in January the passport will be issued in February or, or, or March so this is my evidence that I've applied for the passport so let me go I mean, that's ridiculous. Let's take it a very literalist view of it. Yeah, but that is what happened. But possibly. I mean, the man clearly was on the path to renouncing. He was determined to do so and has shown taking steps to do so. Even he, not we, we should understand this thing. It, yeah. it, does not, it does not admit of any other interpretation. You can skew it any way you want to. But the law is that at the time you file your nomination, you should be a Ghanaian. You should not owe allegiance to any other country. So whether you started the process or not, you were not a Ghanaian. I mean, you have not renounced your citizenship. So he, he didn't qualify. 
Now, the differences they put up in the high court was that because of bureaucratic and administrative uh, uh, hitches and because of COVID and all that, the process. So if you knew that you needed to get the certificate and you didn't get it, why would you cry that it's injustice? What is injustice about it? What is the injustice? If you apply to be issued a passport, don't you wait for the passport to be issued before you travel? Don't you wait to get the passport? Or would you say, or you, you go to uh, uh, any consulate you walk in and say, because I have applied for a passport, you see me with a visa? I mean, I mean that's pretty ridiculous and absurd. Mm. So it's, it's got nothing to do with whether he, he, he applied yesterday and he was waiting. You should have renounced your Canadian citizenship before filling your nomination forms. That is what the law says. So I don't see what other interpretation we can place on it. Okay. Let me bring Abraham Maliba in. Mr. Maliba, so this is open and shut then, uh, is it not? And the, the reason why the Supreme Court has come to this inevitable conclusion that as at the time that he filed to contest, he did not have the certificate that shows that he had fully renounced that citizenship. So when there's a suggestion that this is injustice, strictly speaking in black and white, this is just the, what the law says should happen, is it not? And that many will say, Jackie Christian brought this on himself. He could have started the process way before knowing, obviously, that he intends to contest. Nowhere did we say at the High Court that it was because of COVID that he never got his civilization certificate. At the High Court in Cape Coast, our line of argument was that we disagree with the timeline given by the plaintiff. What we indicated was that the timeline, the cutoff point, is at the time of elections and not at the time of nominations. And we quoted the People's Representation Act, Section 20, which says that a person who is desirous to become a member of parliament must be qualified at the time of elections, not at the time of nominations. And we, 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 we quoted section 20 of that law. So we did never, never said that it was because of COVID. And so that might be made clear. I think your initial question was about the role played by the EC in giving the member of parliament a clean bill of health. Because the EC inspected his documents and gave him the clean bill of health. Now, in this judgment of the Supreme Court, what punishment have they given to the, Supreme, uh, to the EC? How can you visit the sense of the EC on the member of parliament who openly gave out his documents for scrutiny? And I think your question is predicated on that. That what does the Supreme Court say about the EC. And I think that is where the discussions are. And I think that clearly the EC would have misled him to do what he did. <laughs> in any case, in, in, the, in the example he gave about the passport, when you get to the Kotoka International Airport, no plane will pick you. The plane will not allow you to, to, 
to, to go and uh, sit in the place and travel. So why? Wendy's Strawberry Frosty is back for the summer. Because if it's summertime, it's frosty time. Beach time? Frosty time. Tea time? Frosty time. Me time? Frosty time. Treat yourself to Wendy's Strawberry Frosty this summer and make time for frosty time. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Now open till midnight or later. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Hours may vary. This far into rush hour traffic, most people would have rage accelerated at least once. But not you, Lacey, no hard accelerations ever, Johnson. Because you are a safe driver. And like most drivers who sign up for Snapshot from Progressive, which customizes your rate for how and how much you drive, you could earn a discount for your good driving. So if your hula dancing dashboard doll thinks you're going to hard accelerate because you're running late, then your hula dancing dashboard doll doesn't know. Lacey, no hard accelerations ever, Johnson. Sign up for Snapshot today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between. You have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep, so you learn to sleep better, night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. Save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. See store for details. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Allow him. That's a question you are asking. And I think that that is where the miscarriage of justice comes in. Mm. And, and that point he makes there, um, uh, Frank Davis, is, is one that had come up quite strongly. This EC thing. The Supreme Court said it was unconstitutional for the Electoral Commission to have allowed him to go ahead and contest when they didn't see the proof that he had actually done so. Isn't that being unrealistic to expect the EC now to all 275 mm-hmm. plus 2 times 2 candidates must be now being no, pulled by the EC? You see, we, we should not attempt to rewrite the script. I was with Amaliba in the High Court in Cape Coast. Before, I mean, with great respect to him, I used my this diction advisedly, I mean, before he fled the case in courts. I was with him in the high court before he fled, and another lawyer took over. All right? You see, we, we should not mix the issues. The EC never misled the equation. As part, excuse me, you, you want to be educated, so wait and be educated. All right? It doesn't lend itself to common sense. It it's strict law. No. Mr. Fai, the fact that he no, went to contest. He, you were supposed to swear to a statutory declaration. Okay? The ECU will not hold your hand to swear to that statutory declaration. It is your own deed. In fact, Eva Maliba will stick to fidelity of the matters that happened. His own constituents brought a petition against him. 
Sponsored what? by the MPP, many say. What? Sponsored by the MPP. Well, that, that is your definition. Whether it was sponsored by the MPP or whatever, they brought a petition against him, his own people. The petition was sent to the EC. Now, the EC asked them whether you have renounced your Canadian citizenship. He said yes. This was in evidence? In court? You can ask Kamaliba. He said he had renounced. He so the EC actually had an opportunity to... Yes, so the EC said, if you claim you have renounced your citizenship and you have sworn to a statutory declaration, that is where our mandate ends. Because you know it is clear that if you want to file, the process to become a parliamentary candidate starts from the filing, the nomination forms. And the law says that at the time you are filing, you should owe allegiance to no other country than Ghana. You see, this thing, Mr. Amali, my friend Amaliba is talking about the people's representation law and the time of election. Who said it was the time of election? These were the arguments they canvassed in the High Court. That argument was thrown away. The same arguments were canvassed in the Supreme Court. It was thrown away. So why, why are we going back? He was not with me in the Supreme Court. His senior Tachikata was there. These were the same arguments they tabled with Terewaja. It didn't succeed. So why, why, why are we going back? Let us tell the people of Ghana what the law is. Don't let us skew these matters for political expediency and all that. Why is he saying the Supreme Court should punish the EC? But the EC has a role to play here. And I'm telling you that the e court actually, in this particular yes. ruling, placed a certain burning on the EC that to, to ensure that a person contesting is qualified to contest. What 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 burden did they place on the EC? I mean that the EC it was unconstitutional for them to allow. Yes, because those were the reliefs we sought. That at the time the EC permitted him. Yeah, so the contest. EC should not have allowed him to contest. But if you go to the EC and you tell the EC you have renounced your uh, 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 citizenship, when, when you know you haven't done that, you you, you hold the uh, EC responsible. Is that what you're saying? One of the things that... I no, no, I'm asking you, Evans, is that what you're saying? But the EC has a responsibility, has it not? But, but the EC, when the, the petition was, when the petition was presented, the EC asked it. The but they, they took it word for it. Of course. But the EC should do far more than... But they, like, word for do, it. Doing what? But he should have got the certificate of renunciation. Yeah, that, that was his part. No, he didn't. But as a state institution, that's why you actually asked the court to say that the EC acted unconstitutionally will allow him. Because in there, you actually acknowledge that the EC had the responsibility to ensure that the Constitution is respected at all times. Yeah, but if... Clearing people. You see, you see... So Evans. that's a bearing on the EC now going Evans. forward. Evans. To make sure that Evans. it's checked. Evans, if you come to Joy FM, you want to seek employment. In Joy FM, you ask, where did you school? You say, I went to school in Kivas, or I went to Lagos. Something. So you can mention your alma mater. I know. I know you like your alma mater. Okay. Oh, no, no. Or you went to, of course, you. <laughs> and then, at the end of the day, it is realized that you faked your institution. Are, are you going to hold Joy FM responsible? Oh, I'll, I'll take part of the significant part of the blame. Almost all of it. No, no, no. How, 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 can, you pay, how can you take part of the blame? People have, have walked around, gone into institutions, paraded certificates that they don't have. It happened recently in this, I think, University of Development Studies. Yeah, it happens, yes. Yeah, so, so, I mean, you see, it is your word against that of your employer. Mm. This, this, it was the word of the chicken. They took him 
to be someone, excuse my language, who was noble. So if you come to tell us that you have renounced your citizenship, what, what other burden was on the EC? When he has sworn to a statutory declaration to that effect, what else could the EC have done? That example you use, it is also incumbent on that organization employing you after, sometimes they actually give you conditional employment. No, but, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Evans, whether they give you a post-employment, they give you a pre-employment, whatever, at the end of the day, if you are found to have faked your certificates, you lose your job. That is simply how it means. Okay. But, but it's as simple as that. I get it. But let me ask you that, because part of the reason why judgments of the Supreme Court are important, it guides us going forward, yes. improving the way we've done things. Yes. I want to ask a question about that, because we are approaching another elections next year. Yes. This is the second time this has happened yes. in, our, in our fourth Republican history. Yes. So it's time to change something, I guess, use this as an opportunity. Let me ask you. Would you expect on the back of this is just beyond the back and forth. This is about now looking forward to reform on the back of this. For the Electoral Commission going forward into the next year's elections to adapt another level of maybe, verification. I, I, know, verification. I, know, I, I know where you're coming from. Yes. Maybe, so should that be part of maybe the Maybe my advice to the EC will be that if any prospective parliamentary candidate comes to say that I have renounced my citizenship. EC should ask for the certificate of renunciation. First, okay. Because MPP, we went through the same process. I was the chairman of the verification committee. All the prospective parliamentary candidates who came before us, I demanded proof of the certificate of renunciation. If you don't have it, I will not pass. That is, was that based on a prior suspicion? Of course. I mean, the same thing happened to okay. our own Adamu Sakandi. So, the, the questionnaire we had was that if you have renounced your, your citizenship, provide us with a certificate. So, you see, so from election. the threshold, we had confirmed and verified whatever documents our people brought. Mm -hmm. So, I think going forward, the EC should not take any parliamentary candidate's word for granted. If you say you have renounced your citizenship, let us see the certificate before they clear you to of renunciation. Before you are cleared. Okay. Let me bring in Abraham. Abraham. So on that subject, and he made a point that in court, evidence was adduced to suggest that the EC actually, even before they cleared him to contest, had an opportunity to ask him again based on a petition, and he affirmed that he he's he's, he's in all clear as far as the certificate is concerned. I mean, that clearly then shows that's what happened, and from what I said, it happened in court. Then. James Achikwasing really has himself to blame. Sometimes I find it difficult to understand from David's line of argument. You make an inaccurate statement that we went to court and said COVID. I correct that one and say that it's not within our line of argument or our, our submission was not based on COVID. It was based on the fact that there is the PLDC law that says that the time of qualification is elections. And then you come back and say, rubbishing it. I don't understand your line of argument. How can you understand? You don't do that. How can you understand? Now, to your substantive uh, question. Mm. You were asking whether haven't uh, appeared before the EC, uh, the James indicated to the EC again yeah. that he was qualified. Like you rightly indicated, there was a petition that was sent to the EC. 
it is upon that petition that he was invited. And when he invited, when he was invited, he adduced evidence and provided the documentation that suggests that he had put in an application. The EC felt that um, we may have a challenge with the Zoom there. Let's hope that he can, we can re-establish contact. Yeah, contact, and then we can wrap up with him and, and wrap up in the studio as well. Um, it is back. Okay, Mr. Malwa, we lost you briefly. I understand you're back. Yes, please. So I was saying that the petition he talked about, that came from the constituency, a youth group. That petition was the base upon which he was invited to the EC. And when he got to the EC, he provided his documentation. The EC looked at the documentation and okayed him and said, it was okay for him to go for the election. But the documentation provided, was it the certificate or renunciation or the application? <laughs> he showed them the application. Oh, yeah. But that is not what the constitution requires. No, no. I am not talking about, it's not that we are wiser. It's today's judgment that we are wiser. Oh, please. But I'm saying that, please. I'm, I'm putting it across to you that the EC inspected those documents and gave him the go ahead. So, shouldn't the EC take part of the blame? Mm. That's my point. Let, let me ask the you. State, the, the, the institution. Mm, unfortunately, um, that line is not holding. Let's see if we come back so I can ask him that bigger question. Uh, what are his thoughts? What are his thoughts on that subject of next year? What should the policy reforms be at the EC in terms of, um, you've had Frank Davis say, EC should demand to see the certificate before they clear. Yes. So as it stands now, um, as it stands now, this case is done and that's that. Of course, he has said today that he doesn't intend to litigate this anymore. Um, he's leaving it to the uh, court of conscience. Um, but from everything else I've heard, this is not the end of the case because possibly... There's an aspect of this that is also criminal. True? Ivan, uh, let, me, let, me, let me correct uh, certain things that uh, my friend Amaliva said. You see, most of it are not. He, I would give respect to him. He doesn't try to stick to the issues. I mean, <laughs> I, am, I, am, I am repeating mm. for purposes of emphasis that yeah. in the High Court, they stated amongst other things that the process, the application to renounce was bottled down by administrative hitches. And they also said the COVID slowed the process. I repeat it. It was part of their case. Yes, and unless, unless he, he wants to indulge in selective amnesia. But he, they said so. I conducted the case from the beginning to the end with him before he left. Mm. Now, this issue is talking about time of election. Which part of the Constitution says that? I'm saying those arguments are lame. They have been thrown into the dustbin. So he should not be coming on television and other fora saying all these kinds of things. These were the arguments they preferred. And those arguments were shut down. The law is clear that at the time of the filing of nomination, you show all allegiance to no other country than Ghana. It didn't say at the time of election. 
So I wonder why he's still going on with these moribund arguments. Mm-hmm. Now, this issue of the criminal aspect. Yeah, the criminal aspect. Now, if, you see, at the point in time, the chief person applied for a Ghanaian passport. And when you apply for a Ghanaian passport, one of the questions is to ask whether you are a Ghanaian, meaning if you don't have allegiance to any other country apart from Ghana. Yeah, he said yes. And at the time he applied, he had not renounced his Canadian citizenship. So at the time he applied for the passport? Yes, that is the seat of public office. I mean, he said, what is the crime? Okay. And, and, and this business of the EC inspected his documents and cleared him. Let's put the matter. You see, nobody should try to hold the EC by the neck. Now, if you know, you put the question rightly to him, if you know you have applied for renunciation and the governing law of the country of which you are a citizen says that you can only claim that you have renounced your citizenship if you are given the certificate that is what the law says. That is what the Canadian Citizenship Act so says. You, you produce a certificate, not an not an application. Okay. But if you take an application to the EC and you go and tell the EC that I'm in the process of <laughs> renouncing my citizenship, I mean, what would the EC do to you? Mm. Do drive you away? So the, the criminal case is still pending. It is pending. Okay, and that is one that is being prosecuted by the attorney. Attorney general. Yes. Okay. So you don't have any. Uh, role I, have, to play I, have, I have. I have. I have no role to play. Yeah, I, I understand. I, 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 have, I have. I have. done my bit in the Supreme Court. In the Supreme Court. It is over. Uh, and and as we speak, let me ask you that final question. I, I asked you earlier, but it's important because it's a by-election that is. Um, uh, you say now that is the only thing that must happen now. You expect the EC to trigger this process of the by-election immediately. Well, the EC would have, have respecting the processes because the, the EC would have. I mean, the order would be drawn up. The sent to Parliament. All of the Supreme Court would be drawn up. The register of the Supreme Court would file a copy to the Speaker, attach the order, and then the Speaker obviously would notify the Electoral Commission that the seat is vacant within 30 days. The Electoral Commission will have to run a by-election. That's what the law says. Okay, uh, and then finally, do you think um, James Latch's question? If he chooses to run a by-election, he can. Nothing, nothing, nothing stops him, can he? Even yes. I am not lawyer for the situation. I don't run the legal directorate of the NDC. Indeed, my friend Amaliba is the director of legal of the NDC. I am not here to advise the situation as to whether he is eligible or not. I think he has enough legal material and men to advise him. Mm. The decision for him to contest or not to contest is his. It's not mine. Mm. Let, let me come back uh, on the line. We lost him briefly. Uh, Mr. Maliba, I was asking you, going into the 2024 elections, um, do you think on the back of what we've just seen in the courts, it's time for some reforms at the Electoral Commission where the Electoral Commission makes this part of the process of verifying um, the renunciation of prospective candidates? And I expected the Supreme Court to have made those orders or to have made those uh, proposals to the EC and uh, make it clear because the role they played here, I would say, contributed to what we are seeing today. Because uh, if a law, if it were negligence, we would say that they also contributed to the negligence. And so I expected that kind of uh, suggest uh, that kind of proposal to the EC. 
to scrutinize and then to know. And by now, the uh, Supreme Court, the EU's uh, laws require certification for renunciation. And those whose laws will say that, look, immediately you put in the application, uh, is conclu- is conclusive. There are some countries like that. Once you put in the application, you don't need to wait for 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 a renewal certificate. So I think yes, you need we need the EC to be more vigilant and know some of these uh, laws that are coming from other countries about citizenship. Then also uh, on our part, we have in the last election that that, that just passed the primaries, we have yeah. indicated that those who to renounce the citizenship before the nominations and that they lose the right to represent the party if they don't do that. And so we will not present them to the EC if they fail to renounce their citizenship. So we've done those things and uh, I think that uh, going forward we may not have some of these things happen. Okay. But you see, uh, uh, Evans. Yes. Evans. Yes. Yes. And he's unable to. He's not able to answer the question you asked. The MP, the former MP, now can contest if elections, if the elections are to be conducted. You, you think you think he can contest? Very much so, and he can't answer the question because he knows that the man is popular on the ground, and when he says that, it will go into his credit. So we are clear in our minds that as we speak today. He's not under any disability. There's no law that would deprive him from contesting. And it is clear that if he contests because of his popularity, he will win those elections. Okay. Thank you very much, Maliba. Um, is there full judgment out here? Uh, well, the judgment is not out. Windy Strawberry Frosty is back for the summer. Because if it's summertime, it's frosty time. Beach time? Tea time. Frosty time. Me time. Frosty time. Treat yourself to Wendy's Strawberry Frosty this summer and make time for Frosty time. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Now open till midnight or later. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's hours may vary. Dr. Rick here. Another sign you're becoming your parents is getting particular about details that don't matter. The craziest thing happened when we got tacos the other day. Was it Wednesday or Thursday we got tacos? I know it wasn't Tuesday because that's when I went to my hairdresser. Shoot, what day was it? See how we all lost interest there? Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. The court said the judgment will be ready by the 7th of June. So yeah. I, would, I, would, I would rather advise my letter friend, my very good friend, Amaliba, that I mean, he should hasten slowly in sometimes talking about the work of the Supreme Court. You know, it's, it's the highest court of the land. We should give those judges the, all the respect that they deserve. He wasn't in court. He wasn't even a lawyer in the matter. The full rendition of the judgment is not out. He doesn't know what the justices have put in there, whether they have advised for the easy, the roadmap going forward. So he should, I mean, he should hasten slowly. Sometimes all these statements, I mean, do not (laughs) make for public consumption. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy that my friend Amaliba now is saying that in some jurisdictions, Mm -hmm. if you apply, then the renunciation kicks in. In others, you have to wait for the certificate. So if, if, if he knew that, 
and he read the Canadian Citizenship Act. Why didn't they advise the Chikwesi? That with the Canadian one, you have to wait and get your certificate. It is not just by applying that you are renowned. So I'm happy at the tail end, he himself has come round to accept what we have been saying all along. If you apply for, it doesn't mean you have received a certificate. Frank Davis, <laughs> thank you for coming. Thank you very much. Um, and that's uh, the chairman of the NPP's Constitution and Legal Committee. Uh, you also listened to the director of legal for the main opposition, NDC. Up next is Stoneboy here with me for a conversation. I don't know if you like Stoneboy. Oh, I like Stoneboy. You like Stoneboy? Okay, like he's Stone. outside. We'll, we'll shake his hands while he comes in. Definitely. Definitely. Yes, yeah. he, this man is a, he's not, you see the beard in his, don't, don't take him, he's a, he's a very young man. Uh, so Stoneboy is up next. Please stay with me. We are going to have a very exciting conversation with a man who's about, who's, who's launched recently this very interesting album that has taken the world by storm. And he, he really is on a trajectory, he believes, towards the Grammys. We're going to have a lot of very interesting conversations. He comes from a shy man, by the way, and I'm interested to hear his thoughts about how music can become a tool to lift a lot of young people um, from poverty to some form of wealth and employment. Please stay with me. After this, Stoneboy. Who is the good? Ghana Jollof or Nigeria Jollof? Ghana Jollof has no co-equal. The smell alone. Oh my god. Oh, that shit. You took a lie, eh? Now they say you when they use Google Lens and then they go put them for talk. You are lying. Forget everybody. Yeah, guy. Put some respect on the goat. On the goat. The only goat I know lives in Tama. Every year, we they give to you back to back. We are talking about PET. I want some Yadia to face. Yes, be the goat, huh? My guy, him be the goat. Our choice of goats may differ in football, music, and jollof. Alumobitis always brings us together. Alumo, experience greatness in every moment. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18. Not recommended to pregnant women. This advert is FDA approved. Every day, people have money emergencies. Ma, I need my suit for this emergency. Ma, we chop money emergency. Emergency, emergency. Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, challenge and enjoyment. At the top life we got. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies and chop life. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Echo Bank, the Pan African Bank. Supernatural Empowerment Summits 2023. Meet the Revivalists, the heads of global denominations and the Kingmakers. This year, in Archbishop Charles Ogenesari's 40th year in a miracle ministry and the third Supernatural Empowerment Summit, expect life-changing insights for ministry and impartation for the next level. Host and speaker, 
Archbishop Charles Ogenasari, other speakers from Ghana, Dr. Robert Ampia Kofi, Apostle Eric Nyamichen, Reverend Dr. Stephen Wengam, and also Bishop Joseph Imakando, Zambia, Bishop Joseph Matera, USA, Apostle Yves Castanu, Congo, Apostle Abraham Gaji, Côte d'Ivoire, Date, Monday 22nd to Friday 26th, May 2023. Time, evening session, 5.30 p.m. daily. Morning session, 8.30 a.m. daily, start on Tuesday. Venue, Perez Dome, Jonglu Junction, Accra, Ghana. Contact, plus 233-548-633-650. Or, www.scsummits.org. Supernatural Environment Summit 2023. Over 18 tattoos, different parts of my body, but most of them are on my hand. This is actually my first tattoo, it's kind of wiped off. It means God is greater than the highs and the lows. I've got this one with God, all things are possible. That's my mom's favorite Bible verse. Mostly, I talk to my clients about it. I'll tell you to sit down, think about it deeply. Evans Mensah. I would like to tell you about the Joy News Impact Makers Awards and why you should be excited about it. Because you see, they are people who dedicate themselves to a cause they care deeply about. These are everyday people who go the extra mile to make their communities better. I'm talking about the people making real impact on humanity. The Joy News Impact Award is about these individuals. Many of you have nominated that person you feel truly deserves to be celebrated as a Joy News impact maker. Our panel of judges is receiving the entries. In May, 10 of these amazing and outstanding people will be selected at an event that will celebrate their remarkable dedication and service to humanity. This is the John News Impact Makers Awards, where we celebrate ordinary people who are making extraordinary impact. Join John News and the multimedia group to recognize, honor, and support dedicated people and their inspiring work. John News Impact Makers Awards. It's time to celebrate greatness. financial information and business news updates, Joy Business is your most authentic plug at any point in time. Never miss the marketplace which comes your way every weekday at 1pm with all the in-depth market analysis. At 5pm Business Live will bring you all the sights and sounds that matters in business on the Joy News channel. Glean practical insights from the day-to-day experiences of entrepreneurs on the Joy Business van every Wednesday at 5pm on Joy News. The food chain also takes you on a thorough journey from the product
Thanks for staying with me here on PM Express. In the last 40 minutes, we've been stuck in the first dimension. Right now, I want to switch it up to the fifth dimension. And guess who is joining me for a conversation tonight? He is one God. We're going to have a 360 conversation. And I want to invite him to join me on stage. And that's all we do. Uh, he is a man that many people know, Stone Boy. Someone please come in. Come in to shop and let's have a conversation. And uh, he's joining me now for a big conversation. I know many of you, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much for joining me, Stone Boy. Great to have you on the show, by the way. And many people have been looking forward to this conversation. And let me start with a confession. I have never told you this before, but... Um, I wanted to be a musician um, when I was young, and I actually started my music career away in Adabraka. And I say this all the time. That, that I'll tell you later when we sit down for a when I go into He also interviewed me at a point. And I, can, I can tell him a bit more about myself. Many things about me you don't know. And, well, of course, I'm a disappointed musician. I end up here as a journalist doing this, you know, sometimes boring show, asking all the hard questions. So I'm very happy that Stoneboy got to tell me. Prepare, you're going to be asking me questions. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be asking me questions about my music career I'll and then try. I, I, I let go. But thank you for coming into thank this you so into much, conversation. Man. Thank you very it's much. It's an honor to have me you. on this platform because I don't think that, um, you know, um, artists or the creative arts have their ways here as, as often. You, so, you're right. I'll deem it as an honor to, you know. This is the first time, actually. Okay, then, it, I, then I win. Yeah, it's, it's I win. always hard, you know. I talk about the economy, number, statistics, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm tired. So you had this long one. So good to have you. Thank Stone you Boy. very much. Great I'm to have you. To and, and indeed, I, I've, been in, I've been in love with your work for a long time. Thank you very much. And recently, I've also noticed your great work you're doing with your foundation. Sure. Um, going into communities and helping them. And then you launched this album, mm. Fit Dimension. I see exactly. that on your... By the time you, you finish, I need to get one of those things that you're wearing. Good. And many say it's put you on the path to the Grammys. I'm not going to let more out of the back. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a seat now and have a great conversation. Please follow us as right. we take a seat. Thank you. over 18 tattoos, different parts of my body, but most of them are on my hand. This is actually my first tattoo, it's kind of wiped off. It means God is greater than the highs and the lows. I've got this one, with God all things are possible. That's my mom's favorite Bible verse. Mostly I talk to my clients about it. I'll tell you to sit down, think about it deeply. the show tonight, Stoneboy Livingston Echesetica, and indeed I'm happy that he could join me here. And Stoneboy, <laughs> I've just been telling you before we started, I mean, whilst we did the transition, that I have fallen in love with two songs. The one mm -hmm. is the one you featured Anjali Kujo on. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Manoji. What's yeah. Manoji, by the way? Manoji is a word that's, um, um, that means 
I'll keep on, literally, manoji, I'll keep on. So just keeping on, basically, yeah. That, that's an interesting one. It reminds me of a song when I, as I said, will come to that, my own career, uh, you know, keeping on. <laughs> keep on to keeping on. Exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's me. When it comes to that, you have to ask me the questions about my, my, my musical past. Um, but we'll come to that um, album that you, you uh, recently launched. I, I'm, I'm interested in your life story because a lot of that resonates with me. I want to start there. This Ashaiman roots of yours is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Rags to riches, but you've never forgotten your roots. I understand for seven years running, you go back there to give with this a shaman to the wealthy. It's more than seven. I think we did the eighth year last year, so this will be the ninth year. Would have been a tenth without COVID, but uh, that's, that's it. Let's talk about a bit of that. How does that inspire your work right now? This stoneware that we see here, um, you know, people aspire to be you, but how does that, those roots inspire your, your current Manifestation. I mean, to start with, I, you know, didn't choose my roots. My roots chose me. Okay. So I can only be true to my roots, you know, to continue to bear some fruits. Mm. See? So, um, born in a shaman has actually been the reasons why I'm here. Going, going through life, you know, as it's supposed to be. Um, a young, a teenager, you know, who had to struggle from scratch, singing in the hood. You know, I found out that I was very talented right when I was a, a very, very, very little boy. So I also, I'm one of those people who went through the church, you know, route. You know, um, my parents were Christians, Christians. Okay. Um, in deeper life. So you can understand the... That is as Christian as it gets. Deeper exactly. Life. I also went to deeper life once. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah, I went to deeper life for a long time. Isn't that way the clap? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wendy's Strawberry Frosty is back for the summer. Because if it's summertime, it's frosty time. Beach time? Frosty time. Tea time? Frosty time. Me time? Frosty time. Treat yourself to Wendy's Strawberry Frosty this summer and make time for frosty time. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Now open till midnight or later. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Hours may vary. We're recording this progressive commercial on a real boat to let people know that when you bundle your home, boat, and other vehicles... What was that, Flo? Progressive saves you money, Jamie. Why are we doing this on a boat? We were going for authenticity. We're going to the city? Authenticity. You mean Atlantic City? But we're not in the Atlantic. Are we? Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. On growing up, also grew up, <laughs> I grew up in the Zongo, by the way, yeah, too. For, for sure. You know, so it, it did get to youth. And I know people see me on television, and the times are hard. They, call, they think because you're on television, yeah. you can help them, right? That's what I'm and, you know, have you seen that in the last one year become a bigger issue that you have to contend with? Also, because you have the foundation. Yes. It, it has increased in, in, you know, it continues to increase. I, 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 I don't see it decreasing anytime soon because the perceptions are building up to, from the, from the roots of the fact that musicians or creative arts or once you see you on TV, you have arrived. 
You know, so that will never end until probably they don't see me on TV anymore. Yeah. But so long as they continue to see you on TV, and of course you have a foundation, you know, that you're operating. So everybody will think that, oh, on top of that, you still have a foundation. So for that day, that means that you have some finances that you are dashing because they see in the news somewhere celebrates Mother's Day with some selected mothers and widows. I bust them from a shy man, brought them to Royal Nick Hotel, had lunch with them, you know, gave them some stuff, you know, something, you know, that they yeah. could appreciate and yeah. all that. And they blessed, you know, my life with that. People would see it from the fact that I have so much to give, but will not see it from the fact that I have the heart to give, yeah. and I may not have so much. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things that also struck me is that through your foundation, you are finding your own creative solutions to some of the most existential challenges that this country faces. Truth. I noticed that you recently dug a borehole for a community called Bokope Community. No, I'm still digging. That's what oh, you just announced. Oh, okay, um, interesting. Yeah, we did the research and we went in and then we got the documentary done from last year. Then I was saving up a little to see how I can make this happen. And guess what? We went into the community and realized that the communities over there are all Airways-speaking communities in the Takrade municipality. Yeah. And so, you know, their water actually has been damaged because of the mining activity. And that for me was an interesting bit. Yes. That the illegal mining that we've been talking about for I've had many shows yes, here. Many years have destroyed their water. They have nothing to drink. They're along the River Pra. Yeah. Those villages are along the River Pra. And you saw that for yourself? Physical. Physical and how bad was it? Oh, Tell me about we, it. We, I think we have pictures, and it's, it's that bad. Like the color of the water is literally bad. And what they still have and depend on the, the cleanest is when rainfalls and able to harvest the rainfall somehow and it settles. But aside that one, it is a struggle. And to be honest, by the way, that's 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 uh, what we are what you're seeing on your screen. Yeah. That's what you yeah. see on your screen yeah. there. And I, so this is what you saw that inspired Yes, but this is like even a generic photo. Yeah. Physical photos exist where you can see what they're drinking in front of me. That's what they fetch. That's how it has to settle. So I, I, I pray to God and I take it into the fact that, okay, I'm going to save towards that uh, okay. project. And just last two weeks was when we hit the ground. I'm digging like four boreholes in four different communities around the same place. So it's not like just one borehole. Okay. It, it, it definitely will be adequate enough to cater for. And this is like a big project. I'm, I, I'm not trying to do one of those boreholes where you do chuku 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 and, 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 and it ends, you know, just to be that, oh, somebody came to do. This is like a 10,000 liter polytank situation, digging, we're filtering the water at the same time, making sure the maintenance culture is also very available for the continuity of that situation because I don't seek to do this to, you know, for me, I, I always have a principle. I believe that it's about the legacy. You know, if, if I've come through from the scratch like this, it then should be about the legacy because I've seen and read and have been inspired by many, many, many stories of great people who have beginnings like mine who actually inspire me to continue to do what I'm that doing. Thanks, you have a powerful voice. Mining challenge, the Galamsey challenge, has been is one of the most, one of the biggest challenges this country faces. Here you are finding solutions for people affected by that. Um, first of all, what's your what's your position 